Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the freshest edition of the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. As always, there's a multitude of ways for you to get the PGP. Number one, you can go to iTunes and search Permission Granted Podcast. You can also go to the DA Show podcast feed on iTunes, and you'll see the PGP labeled there once a week. You can go to our website, daoncbs.com, to simply go and listen to DA On Demand and then download it if you want and put it on your own iTunes or whatever you listen to in terms of podcasts or however you listen to your audio. It's always available like that. So joining us uh, here, as always, on the PGP is Mraz. And I would say that we're taping this on a Wednesday, that yesterday, last night's DA show was as wild and wooly as we have had in a long time. It's it's a whirlwind what happened on that show. I, I can't get over how many things were crunched into four hours, all starting with a Bart Scott day. Yeah, that's as crazy a show as I can remember. Well, first of all, it's definitely the craziest of 2017, which is only a few short weeks. But as crazy as I can remember since at least the summer, I would Usually think. when we have Bart in, that's the crescendo of energy. And then the final two hours is us trying to get our balance. Right. Us trying to get our sea legs again because usually Bart is going to come in real hot. He's going to say something crazy. And we're going to be discussing it, debating it, and whatever. And then it's just trying to kind of make sure that we level off the final two hours and land the plane. Balance everything out. Last night, it only got crazier after Bart. In fact, the first two hours with Bart were fairly sane and not all that combative and not all that crazy. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think when we look back on the show that aired, I believe, on January 16th, is that the date, or 17th? 17th. Uh, 2017, we look back, we're going to, Bart Scott's night will be almost like an afterthought. We're going to go, oh yeah, Bart was in that night. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's yeah. that's what we'll get to, which just speaks to everything that unfolded and the insanity that ensued. Trash Tuesday also just kicked everything off. Yeah, well, that really was where this whole thing started because Bart does the first two hours and has some interesting thoughts on the Steelers and Antonio Brown's Facebook stuff and the, the Patriots, and he thinks that Mike Tomlin actually thinks that the Patriots are a bunch of a-holes. He didn't just say that. I, actually, his top five, I think, towards the end is what started it off. He left us in ruins with the older women. Yeah, and so Bart had a good football hour, 45 minutes, but then we had to get to the top five. He didn't really like any of the the topics that our listeners had thrown out there. So I said, well, you know, today is Betty White's birthday, 95 years old. I said, do you want to do, like, top five Betty White TV shows or movies or things she's been in or something like that? And and then somehow he and I, during a commercial break, kicked around top five older women. And so he was like, (laughs) and I thought that was going to be, over the age of 40, 
Right. He wanted to go over the age of 65. But then he started doing research and figured he would lower the bar to 55. Great topic. I think it's a great topic. So he did top five older women, and that led us into a conversation about how you brought up Doris Roberts, who is the grandmother and everybody loves Raymond. Right, Raymond's mother. She was also, oh, you know what? She's also Beverly D'Angelo's mom in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Right, yes, you're right. She's the drunk grandma. Oh, dear. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And she hiccups. And then, so what else has she been in? Uh, you know, sporadic movies here and there. I was looking at her IMDb She's last always night. a grandma. Always a grandma. But, you know, she always had a nice face. She was always cute. She kind of had that motherly thing to her. It's so interesting that you brought that up in the middle of, like, Jane Fonda and... and I think some huskier women deserve their, uh, their take, too. Yeah, I know. But we were talking about really beautiful Hollywood sirens at 55 and Angela Bassett. And, and you bring up... Just a frumpy grandmother. But anyway, <laughs> then you realize that she passed away. Yes, very underpublicized. You said death. that, and then you're like, oh, man, she actually died in April. Right, as I was doing the research on her. So that kind of set the tone. So then we get into Trash Tuesday, and you trash Betty White. You say that she sucks. You say that if she was in studio, you would take a selfie with her, get the Instagram likes, and then as soon as she left, would say that she smells like roast beef. So just you're paraphrasing, phrasing, but yes, total disrespect. I then laid into you about how disrespectful that was of Betty White. Then all of our listeners were weighing in on Betty White, on on your rant, on your thoughts, on my rant, on my thoughts. Then what happened that really culminated everything? Then a caller calls in. So we've had the whole Betty White thing. And she just goes, I want to trash you guys because you keep talking about this drunk Jen or Hurricane Jen. Oh, yeah. And she doesn't even like sports. Does she ever have sports takes? I have sports takes. A female, Betsy in Arizona, I right. believe. And then she followed it up by saying, you're going to get Hurricane Jen her own show because you talk about her so much. It's not fair to people like me who actually talk sports. Then you teed it up because we just re-listened to this in the newsroom, myself and James, with, okay, well, give us a sports opinion. Her sports opinion was terrible. <laughs> and then at that point, you lost it and started cracking me like, I think we should just end the show here. And Joe D., Jody really growing up before her eyes yeah. fires the DA show end of the show close at so this good. point to say we wrapped it and we all just lost it. It was the culmination of what the heck has just happened over the yeah. last hour on this show. And when it's just an hour and it was, I mean, that final segment of last night's nine o'clock, eight o'clock hour. Right was like 17 minutes of pure craziness. Yeah, it was all Betty White takes, Mraz sucks at his job takes, callers about Hurricane <laughs> Jen, callers about <laughs> Betty White, closed music. It was crazy. It, I don't know how I'm supposed to, to condense that for the 12 DAs at the end of the year. And then we just all melted down laughing when Jody's playing the, the end of the show sounder. So good. So good. So, I mean, we're still getting social media feedback on your take on Betty White. Yeah, I, I'm, people are now making memes and, and photoshopping stuff with me and Betty White. I just got something of me and Betty White in an octagon together. <laughs> this has become like a big thing now. Yeah. Uh, my sister texted me this morning. I love Betty White. What did you say about her? Wow. So it's real, It's really spread to the home front now. Yeah. And uh, apparently Betty White is one of these figures that you cannot criticize in America or you are going to have to pay the price. You know, you just did it in such an untactful way. It was... Fair, I could have gone about it a little better. It was just so disrespectful. You know, <laughs> had, had you just said, you know what I'm trashing? 
how crazy the hysteria around Betty White always is. Which is really was my point. And I tried, I tried to draw you into that. I said, well, you kind of mean that everybody that's, you know, all about her. And you said, no, she sucks. She's not funny. Yeah. That, and that was like the sledgehammer. And then. Well, because I, then I don't you, think she currently is, but yes. And then you can't walk it back. You don't know how to walk it back. No. You only know how to defend, defend, defend the position. I mean, I'm six feet under and they're dumping dirt on me and I'm still throwing haymakers back up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it just got. So you just got more and more disrespectful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I don't know where, like, I was trying to think of what an old lady would smell like, and when, I don't know where I got roast beef from, no. but it was one of those things I said it, and we, when we back go back and listen to the audio, there is about five seconds of dead air. I'm surprised meters didn't go off. We were just looking at me fuming, and I had just <laughs> uttered those words, and I'm like, okay, I don't know where DA's going to take this here, but he's clearly not happy the show's gone in this direction. <laughs> it was it was just so aggressive, it, and, it, and there's just something about, you know, because Betty White is so admirable for being that old and still being spry. You know, even if you don't get into old woman humor, but I mean, she she does some kind of crude humor these days. Right, and that's kind of what I'm trashing. Like, she does the crude humor. It's cute to see the old lady making, you know, sex jokes and stuff. I just don't find her stuff funny. And then, like, the people that do, I think, over-exaggerate how funny she still is. So there's probably some truth to that. It's just when you throw, like, really mean things about somebody out there and it's about an old woman, people get really defensive. Right. And understandable and protective. I mean, it's just, if anybody makes fun of grandmas, it's just, you know, it's <laughs> the, worst, it's the worst idea. A lot of people probably see their grandmother in Betty White, so it's like becomes a personal thing for them. Yeah, and probably, and just when you're that old, you seem... You seem um, vulnerable. So people just, it's just. Why are you picking on her? Yeah, somebody tweeted in like, what's next? Mariah's Mariah's trashes kittens? Mariah's trashes puppies? I would never do it to puppies. But it's it's the same type of idea. People look at like Betty White as a puppy. So uh, you know what? I bet you if if a lot of people leave my (laughs) Betty White take to marinate and they go discuss it with friends and family over the weekend and they go, you wouldn't believe what I heard on the radio this week. I bet you as the days go on, they start processing what I said. And I bet you a lot of people will come back a week later and say, you know what? Mraz was right. He was on to something. I think I think it was the initial shock that got everybody. You think it was a shock? I think it was a shock. shock. I think when people let it to, you know, sit, situate. Because this is a take I've thought about for months. Yeah. Every time I see her in a commercial, my my thought on the couch is, all right, enough with the Betty White. Like, that's my instinct. Yeah, but isn't there also something to be said for simply that she remains working? Because there's a lot of people that the, the moment that they stop working, they start dying. Okay, fair enough. You so know, like you, Vince Lombardi stops coaching, basically dies. I mean, so you think cancer. Betty White has to come, you know, keep making terrible Snickers commercials to, you know, make sure she doesn't die? Like, is that what you're. Bear Bryant stops coaching, dies. Joe Paterno stops coaching, dies. A lot of people just, you know, they, they need to be driven and to keep that vitality going on. And so the more that she works, I think the more that she remains vibrant. Well, if that, God bless her. And if you just think she's not funny, so she should go away, I think I, it's really. Cruel. I'm not wishing death on her. I want her to go to Boca and play some shuffleboard. Just leave me alone. Just stay out of my TV. Stay out of my TV. Because it's not like it's not like I can avoid her. If she's on all these commercials, you know, I'm watching is stuff. Is she? I mean, she, she might is. do one Snickers commercial. No, I think she's in a Geico commercial, too. There's a lot of Betty White. See, there's so much Betty White, you forget how much there's Betty White. Then I got her on Saturday Night Live. It's not like I'm catching Golden Girls reruns. I just have Betty White in my face all day long, and I can't avoid it. Hmm. Maybe the solution is I need to stop watching TV. Yeah. 
You know what I've I've really taken a shine to during the NFL playoffs? That nationwide commercial. The guy that's singing the song. The nationwide is on your side? Yeah, but it's uh it's the African American guy that I guess he's from um Hamilton. And it's the it's the scene of the old people at the wedding and they're kind of dancing and he's in a studio, he's like bebopping. I don't think I've seen this commercial. And then the guy, the white guy gets into the sports car and then he's just it's like he's in a recording session and then he sings the the nationwide chorus. It's great. Why has that commercial not registered with it's me? It's great. This See, song is great. All right, now I got to. All right, all right, I get it. It's great. Bump the brakes on the great. Can you cue it up during this? Can I cue it up right now? Yeah. Is, do we have the technological? We don't. I could try to insert it afterwards if we want to pretend it's here. I can't play it from here. No, you can't play it from there. I have to get up to another computer, find it, do that right now. Is that what you want me to do? I'm gonna find it. You just keep rolling. Okay. All right. We're gonna keep rolling as uh, Da makes his way in. So yeah, back to Betty White. Guys, please, don't hate me for hating on Betty White. Just, all right, here we go. DA is now in. This computer? Yeah, I turned your mic on. You used that okay. computer. All right. Um, I'm telling you, this, it's it's the been the best part of the NFL playoffs. Okay. Is my microphone on? Your microphone's on. You're okay. talking. Everybody can hear you. We can keep doing the podcast. This is really live podcasting here. When you and Joe D or you and Ward do the podcast, do you guys do it from these two microphones? Yes. Yes. So you're on the Joe D mic right now. Okay, because before I was in the studio... We were taping right now in the Boomer and Carton studio. You're in and, the Al Duke's chair, if you will. But I was sitting in the studio like where Carton sits. Can't hear the just, difference. But now I just came in. so Can't hear the difference. I, I tweeted this out, and I guess somebody said this, is, by the this way, guy's is, from Hamilton. This is, by the way, is almost as bad as when Bart was trying to throw you the thing over your shoulder on the air on Tuesday night. We were trying to do play-by-play of it. Very bad. Very bad. Okay, here it is. All right, you're, uh, it's up. All right, hang on. Are we going to get an ad here? We can always edit all this out if you want. Yeah, but I think it's. But that's what podcasts are good for. Yeah, people want to hear the raw raw filter. Yeah, here we go. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. You got your mom's side, but just be calm side. You gotta. I never thought I'd get married at sixty-five side. Hey, I'm just looking side, and you better buy that ride. This wine is nationwide. They have to know. Yeah. Okay, I've definitely heard that commercial. Yeah. I don't even think that's a new commercial. It's just this football season, but I, they've really been pumping it during the playoffs. Yeah, okay. All right. I guess that commercial just seems so old to me that, I didn't, that it didn't <laughs> register. I thought you were like breaking some kind of new commercial Do to you me. like it? Now that you say it, it's a beautiful voice, it's a beautiful jingle, <laughs> I don't know that it registers with me. I don't know. I love it. I love that song. See, it's so funny. That's why advertisers are out there. It attracts some people, doesn't attract others. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go to Nationwide Insurance just because of that song. No. But, but I see, love that song. Okay. It makes right. me feel so good every time I see that Is commercial. Is that your favorite current commercial? Yeah. Really? Yeah. See, I, I, I like the Peyton Manning two mascots, Papa John's commercial, where the Colts mascot meets yeah, the Broncos. Bad. That's Richard for me. See, I would buy a Papa John's pizza because of that commercial. The only thing is that with funny commercials, you know, you get one good laugh out of it, and that's it. I mean, do you have, do you laugh multiple times with this song? Like, I like hearing it every time. You know what? Com- now you say that there's a current commercial that makes me laugh every time I see it. Have you seen the commercial with the African American man who starts jogging 
right? And you think in the mute, like the, it's almost like Rocky music's playing behind him. And you think like he's been running a long time. And he basically, he's only made it to the end of his driveway. And the wife's outside the window going, go ahead, honey. <laughs> you know, keep it going. And he it just shows oh, that he's only that. made it one house length or that's whatever. Funny. See, that's funny. And that, I, that's played during these football games. I think I've laughed every single time it's come okay. on. Okay. Little right. piece of me. Okay. So that, that debunks the myth. You can laugh multiple times right. at a commercial. Okay. Uh, How do we get on commercials? I don't know. <laughs> How do we get to the nationwide commercial? <laughs> Oh, the Betty White Snickers commercial. Okay, yes. Okay. So anyway, all right. Bringing this all back. We are still looking for a date for you to pay off the bet. I thought it would be a bad idea next week to do it because it's going to be in the 50s every single day. But as Berman pointed out in the newsroom, and he's been extra salty the last two weeks. He's now joyless Jay Berman. Well, there's reasons for that behind the scenes. Just know you'll be hearing a lot more Jay Berman on the DA show. Which you would think he would love. Yes, I understand. But to some people, working days is better than nights. Jolly Jay Berman or Joyless Jay Berman? I think it's Joyless Jay Berman. <laughs> he also had to give up his rec league basketball because oh, of the new schedules. That yeah, was the one so thing he was looking forward that. to. Yeah, a lot of stuff like that. I've been that. trying to get him to perk up during commercial breaks. He's not taking the bait. He's just... Well, you know what? Now that we're going to have Jay Berman, and what's going to happen here is after Super Bowl Sunday, we're going to have Jay Berman as part of the show four nights a week, Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, mm-hmm. Thursday. Who's going to be full? It's going to be like when Schwartz was on the mothership. We're going to mm-hmm. have him. We really got to coach him up now. This is going to come to the point. And the problem is... Can he, you, though? That's the problem. He's a locker room malcontent as it is. So it's almost like he isn't being traded, but you're bringing in a new coaching staff, and it's, you know, what can we get out of this guy? He doesn't guy? like the new offensive scheme. He doesn't, but we're going to have to... You're going to have to take some new tactics. you got to read a couple more Parcells books, a couple Lombardi books, and he's, figure this out. He's not prone to coaching the way that everybody else is. I don't know. I've tried. But I tried to have a sit-down with him about Trash Tuesday. Trash Tuesday's, you know... That's where he's going to have to earn his stripes to get more mm-hmm. plays in the offense. So we'll see how Jay takes it from there. You know, if he follows our lead on Trash Tuesday, maybe that changes things for Jay. I hope so. I hope we can at least find one play that works for him in this playbook. Because and, we co- don't want him sulking. We don't. But come April, if the Mets are playing well, you guys have that to relate to, that might perk him up a little bit. Okay. He's in here for Met games. They're playing well, the whole deal. Right. That's true. I can. But, boy, he's always salty no matter what. <laughs> Even when, even when the Mets are playing well, he's he's looking for the reason to dump cold water on it. Every every shell has an egg to crack. Uh, every egg has a shell to crack. Okay, that metaphor works. Every egg has a shell to crack. <laughs> Side B right now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It's Side B of the PGP. This is Mraz, the executive producer of the DA Show and host of Side B on the Permission Granted Podcast. I don't know what that accent was. I think that was Pee Wee Herman, mid-90s. Joe D. joins us. James Ward's still not with us as he's trying to still finagle a way to figure out how the Knicks can get into the postseason because he's really depressed about that. But Joe's really excited because his Packers are headed to the championship weekend. Joe, how are you? I'm doing great. I cannot believe after starting the season 4-6 and six at the Green Bay Packers are one win away from the Super Bowl. Yep, and you also wanted Mike McCarthy gone, and you were burying the season, the whole deal. Yes, I will admit that. I uh, have no problem admitting that at one point this year, I thought the season was dead and over with, and I wanted everybody gone, and I am wrong, and I am glad that I'm wrong. Well, I'm glad you're having a much better day than I am, because my day, and we are taping this on Tuesday, January 17th, the year is the 2017, or the year is 2017, and today I have been thrown for a loop as producer of the DA show. All, uh, for about two months, I would say, I had George Carl, who has been everywhere, you know, making his book tour right now, Furious George is the book, scheduled to come on on this date 
in the second hour of the show. Today, I had to see if we could reschedule that. Do you know why, Joe? I do not know why, Sean. Because a Bart Scott Wednesday has become a Bart Scott Tuesday. Now, by the time you are listening to this, you will have already heard whatever Bart has to say on a Tuesday. Which is plenty. Which is plenty, and I'm sure it'll all be great because we love having Bart on. I'll say it time and time again. Bart's two hours a week are the best two hours of radio we do, I think, at CBS Sports Radio Week. But Bart, as I'm sitting on my couch, ironically watching The Wire, as I try to on, uh, earn my honorary do-rag he promised me last week, text me at about 11 a.m. today. Hey, dude, what's up? Just want to let you know something came up tomorrow. I got to come in today, Tuesday, and do the show. At 11 a.m. 11 a.m. he lets me know. So now the show starts at 6 p.m. So you do this seven hours before. Now, mind you, I try to actually do a good job and have stuff as far as guests go, booked before that. So when Bart does that, because we want to give Bart his open form for two hours, that then, if I have something booked, sends me into a scramble because Bart's part of the CBS family. Obviously, this is something weekly that we do, so he's going to take priority. I had to then email the book publisher who did a tremendous... Publicist? Publicist, I'm sorry, not the publisher. Say I'm all frantic. See if we could kind of either push back Mr. Carl for later in the show or... Schedule him perhaps later in the week. Luckily, I was able to do that. He's been scheduled for later in the week. Very lucky. That's a good get. But on top of that, when I had everything penciled in, because I had Carl here, I'd bought, now I had to frantically start, so tomorrow I'm not in bind, uh, get ahead on tomorrow's show. So, you know me, and if you listen to the show, I work hard enough. I, I consider myself a hard worker, but we all like to bust each other's chops and claim that I don't like working hard. The problem is... It's not that I'm not a hard worker, Joe. It's mm, that mm-hmm. when something like this happens and I get thrown in flux, it becomes very irritable to me. You understand what I'm saying to you? I mean, you overreact to everything. I'm pretty stressed out today. I'm actually surprised that you're this stressed because you pretty much have two hours of the show booked now. Whereas on a regular Tuesday, Bart's not with us. He's here on Wednesday. So I thought, if anything, this would make your life a little bit easier. Okay, I get that. But I was also in a worry that now by having to move around George Carl that either A, because his schedule's been so busy, I mean, we've seen him on a ton of shows, he wasn't going to be able to do this when I've had a schedule for two months, and that would mean A, as a national radio show where a bunch of people have had George Carl on, we would not get our taste of that, and B, uh, this is a book publicist that I work pretty closely with, and we've had other uh, situations on, as a matter of fact, other guests on, as a matter of fact, last week we had Bruce Matthews for the same agency, and I don't want to lose that I don't want to burn any bridges because of I want to deliver, you know, good guests to our, our audience. And luckily, I don't think that's going to happen. But I was panicked for a little bit that that was. I totally understandable. Um, would Do you think you would have handled the situation better than me? Absolutely not because um, the second anybody cancels on me or there's a switch, uh, I go kind of crazy. And I don't know what to do. And I don't know how to, you know, I need to learn how to... Take a step back, take a deep breath, and realize that everything's going to be all right. And I don't do a good job with that, whereas you surprisingly do do a very good job with that. I appreciate that. Today, I I have reached deep breath territory as we're taping this podcast because it seems like all has settled down. You know what you don't do a good job at is tweeting out quotes from guests all right. I knew that we have on the show. Joe was going to get to this, and this involves a lot of the Bart Scott stuff. If you follow the CBS Sports Radio Twitter account, at CBS Sports Radio, you might notice during our show, especially on Bart Scott Wednesdays, a lot of what Bart Scott says will be tweeted out. Uh, and it's going to lead me to another point. I'm glad you brought this up because this brings me up to something else I want to bring up. These quotes will be tweeted out, and you might see certain NFL writers pick it up or... Or websites saying, oh, I can't believe, you know, Bart said this. So 
as part of 2017, and we're really going to take you into the meeting rooms of the DA show that happened between me, Joe, James, and DA, as far as on the ground level of the show. <laughs> DA has made it an emphasis here in the year 2017 to make sure we are tweeting at least one, I believe two quotes. Two quotes per, per guest. For every guest that we have on throughout the year. So we have two guests a night, you know, make that four quotes a night down that he needs tweeted. And I get it. From a, a branding perspective of the DA show, it makes sense for us to put that out there because you never know what's going to catch. And any more publicity the show gets is obviously good because we've gotten a lot with Bart, but now try that with other guests. So what happened on Monday night, I can't, it was Martin Luther King Day. A lot of people are off. I generally find, Is that an excuse? No, no. no I, what I'm going to tell you is I generally find myself off a football weekend where I've eaten and drank and myself into a coma. Then throw in the fact that my wife is off and not at work Monday morning, so she kind of slows down my Monday morning routine. I was a little lethargic yesterday. You're deflecting. Uh, all I'm telling, this is another flaw of yours. You're deflecting. I'm not deflecting. If you let me get to the punchline. No, I don't need to know that it was it was Martin Luther King I'm Day. I'm giving you the I whole... Don't, shut up, Joe. I don't Joe. need to know that you ate and drank your fat ass away over the weekend like you do every weekend. Again just with the fat. Stop with the fat. I'm just being honest, Sean. Just say, I got to be better. I got to tweet okay, out and the Joe, quotes. that's going to get me to the next line that you weren't going to let me say. I didn't do my job well enough yesterday. Thank you. In tweeting out the quotes. I'm glad it took you that long to get there. I tweet out one quote from Andrew Filipponi. I didn't tweet out any from Albert Breer, or, and it was only one from Filipponi. So what happened after the show, Joe has a lot on his plate. He's got a, for all those that listen to on the podcast feed and not the live feed, that is either Joe or James's job after the show. They come in a little later. I'm usually here at work earlier. They're here later, so they take care of that. So on top of handling that, Joe then had to go back, re-listen to Albert Breer with DA over his shoulder, and pump out a couple quotes. And then I guess one of the quotes got a little run. Yeah, the one on the L.A. Chargers. Which, by the way, in the time of the interview, I said that was the most interesting thing that Breer said. But it led DA to text us, hey, you know, remember, this is what we got to do. So DA, kind of like a, a good coach would do, you know, if we had just thrown an interception on offense, just kind of regroup, send us a message, this is what we have to do. So I'm going to be on my P's and Q's with that, but you got cost with that because I didn't do my job. Pretty much, and it's really not a big deal that I had to stay an extra 25 minutes to listen to the Albert Brewer interview with DA over my shoulder again. Really not that big of a deal, but totally wouldn't have happened if you would have just did your job. Well, Joe, that's a good point. So now what we're going to have to do going forward is... Oh, I can't wait to hear this. If you see me not tweeting quotes and you know it's going to come back on you after the show, just remind me to tweet quotes. No, I'm going to make sure I'm going to say, hey, tweet quotes. Are you tweeting quotes and make throughout sure the interview? Make sure you're listening to stuff, too. It's not a one-man job. I will also help out in that department. Okay. Yes. And for you guys, the listeners that follow any of us on Twitter, at CBS, at JoeDCBS, <laughs> at DA on CBS, if you're following the network's account at CBS Sports Radio and you see a quote tweeted from a guest, know that that's me and Joe doing our job, and you may want to throw out a retweet. And also... If you find it interesting. Also, if you're listening to the interview and you think you heard something interesting, just tweet us the quote, and if we think it's interesting, we'll throw that up. But don't tweet DA the quote. <laughs> yeah, because then he knows that we're doing less work and, and you guys are helping us out. And that's what I'm going to get to, too, with you, <laughs> with you sneaky listeners. There are several of you who, bless your hearts, like to tweet at DA stuff like... Uh, you know, I didn't. Maybe an hour of the podcast was missing, or something like that. Maybe uh, you heard something, or maybe you have a recommendation for something. When you tweet at DA 
and do that. All that does is it, it sends a light bulb up in DA's brain. He looks at me and Joe, and it comes down on me and Joe on it, especially if it's something that he thinks we should have picked up on or should have done without listeners thinking of. What I'm going to beg and plead of all of you, <laughs> please, please tweet at Mraz CBS, at Joe D CBS, and at James Ward CBS, and leave DA out of it so we can save our own asses here. Please. Because we need 2017 to be a good year, listeners. There have been plenty of times where that has occurred, and, you know, Sean and I will walk in on a Monday and it's just, all right, right into the meeting room we go. We need to discuss a few things. We need to review the tape. And we didn't even see it coming. It's like getting blindsided by a tractor trailer. Completely missed the block, sack, fumble, done. And the, mor- and the morale goes way down real quick in the week. So you guys know at your own jobs how, you know, you can get in a bad mood if a boss comes down on you. Maybe it was something you should have picked up on, but you feel bad. You know, maybe somebody ratted you out. Don't be the rat. Come, come to me and Joe. Please. We want you to to acknowledge the fact that there's something going on with the show that, you know, we want to be aware of. But just come to us. Come to the guys behind the scenes, please. We're begging you. For the love of God. <laughs> Will you please? Speaking of Twitter, and this is, I'm glad you brought this up. I've been meaning to bring this up for weeks on the Permission Granted Podcast. Weeks, Joe. okay. Weeks. The CBS Sports Radio account, okay, at CBS Sports Radio. Okay. Now, we just told you, we tweet out quotes from that account. Every producer at CBS Sports Radio, this is, again, peel back the curtain. I'm going to let you in a little secret. Uh, and this, pro- I assume, goes for the same for other you know national outlets, whether it be ESPN, NBC, Fox, you name it. XM, yeah, whatever. There's not some kind of magical mystique creature that runs this Twitter account and then reports to bosses at said station like CBS Sports Radio. The person running this Twitter account is usually the person running whatever show is on within the time period that you see stuff coming out. So if you see anything tweeted from 6 to 10 p.m. Eastern or CBS Sports Radio's account, it's either myself, Joe, or James. And, you know, 3 to 6, it's usually, you know, an Adam Klug or Tom DeCelestine, so on and so on. My point I'm getting at is I see, because I could see all the at mentions, obviously, at CBS Sports Radio— there are several people that will uh, either have a problem with something a host said or in cases in which a fill-in host is in for DA, they'll tweet to CBS Sports Radio, why are you putting this guy in for DA? Uh, you know, I get that people are looking for an outlet to kind of, you know, get something off their chest about the station, but newsflash, you are talking to nobody of any kind of significant power or control. You're talking to two mopes on the other side of the glass that you could easily call the number on and say something to. And, there's no there's no magic to it. And quite frankly, if you have a complaint like that, I don't think anyone has ever even used that CBS Sports Radio account to respond to a complaint like, like you know, so-and-so stinks, where's DA? Right, and mind you, I've seen a lot of my benefit because I've seen a lot of people tweet at the account, hey, Mraz should be hosting. I appreciate that. Know that I'm the one reading it, and now <laughs> I can't go deliver that to bosses. Send that, in e- send that in an email to one of our bosses. That may help things moving. Right, so don't use the Twitter account. Now, speaking of our loyal listeners, Joe, on Monday's show, thanks to your Facebook page, you presented us in soundcheck with, with Joel in Green Bay, Pack fan Joel, making a Packers song as they advance the NFC Championship game. And I want to say something before we say this. I, at times, think I'm pretty hard on Joel. He trolls me a lot on Twitter. Well, well you're getting a taste of your own medicine. You troll a lot of people. I don't troll Joel, though. You don't troll Joel, but you troll, okay. you troll other people. I happen to think Joel's a very nice man, intelligent Packer fan, everything. I love that he made that song. I genuinely do. Because 
the the fact that he's taking his time out to play some freaking paint can drum with drumsticks <laughs> and have his wife film it. And it's not just in general for the Packers. It's targeted at our show. I think that's fantastic. And quite frankly, I don't think the show has enough of that. I was kind of ner- I'm going to be honest. I was a little nervous when I get the notification on my phone that Joel's wife posted a video on my Facebook page. I didn't know what to expect. And then I open it, and Joel texts me and says, Hey, I sent you guys a video. I hope you enjoy it. And that, that made my day. That was awesome on Joel's behalf. Right, and we've had um, people make songs in the past. There, there was a caller from Tampa Bay that used to make great rap songs about us on the overnights, and we've obviously heard the Gobbler make Packers songs in the past. Uh, we've had a, a woman caller call during Christmas time and sing a song about the Marshmallow Man is in trouble, talking about me. Um, <laughs> anytime, I listen. We're, we're going to be very transparent here. If you send us a song of any kind that you've made that relates to the show. And it, it isn't like somebody at Times Square going, yo, listen to my demo. You know what I mean? <laughs> Any or, one of those curse, guys. or you're cursing up a storm. Or you curse up a storm. Hey, listen to my demo. Oh, that would be $5. No, no, no. If you make a song relating to the show, it's highly encouraged because I got news for you. We're going to play it. We're going to play it. There's a chance they go, you know, you send it to DA on, on the Facebook page. It'll be up there. So it, exactly like you said, if you send us something, it's going to be recognized. It's We're going to put recognized. it in sound check. We're going to... Keep and it in the me, system, and it's going to be used a lot. When we put together sound check every night, we have to find three sound clips, right? If we start getting songs, I mean, that makes our job even oh, easier. Oh, please. we got a clip. Because we do like to mix in one or two funny clips. If we get a song, you know, every other night. Right. You know, that'll be that'll be real encouraging so, for us. So, yes, Joel, great job by you. Standing ovation. And I think that's something uh, we need more of. Now, just to round this out. And finish it off. Last week we touched on Drunk Jen really ticking me off and annoying oh, me. Here we go. One more thing about Drunk Jen. She called back last night about 19 times. And this was after we played her clip on uh, with Jim Rome. I mean, how did she even get onto that show? Right. Like DA explained on Monday, she ruined one of the best national shows there is. So Jen said all sorts of crazy stuff. And we played it on the show in Soundcheck, ironically enough. And was saying something like they flew a technician in to fix her phone, which, I mean, who was she lying to? Nobody flies a technician in to fix a phone because <laughs> we all have been to the T-Mobile store, the AT&T store, and they got, you know, some guy in the back cracking them. We get it. You're not flying a technician in. And on top of that, then she's saying, you know, there's radio shows after her on Twitter, which is such a lie. Like I, I don't even know what that means. I would say this. Jen probably deep down is a really nice person. There are obviously some issues there, whether it be alcohol-related or whatever, but she's just got to, like, realize nobody's buying your lies. There's there's lying, and then there's lying. Like, there's lying to get yourself out of trouble, and there's lying that nobody would believe for no reason. But her lies don't even make sense. Right, Joe. They don't. They don't make sense at all. She's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But on top of that, then she calls and says, we embarrassed her on the radio. Then I kept telling her, listen, Jen, I'm sorry you're not going to get on with the end. I'm trying to be as polite as possible. The problem with Jen is when I put her on hold, when I am going to put her up to go on, she'll hang up three times, keep calling back, and then that starts to irritate me. That gets me under my skin. So we got into a minor shouting match, I would say, off the... Uh, I would say major, not minor. She uh, called me a fat ass. And well then, deserved. Yeah, and she called me a stupid, bleeping giant fan. Um, yeah, so after that, I have now put my own ban on Jen for at least the remainder of the week. So if you don't hear Jen on the show, know that's why. And it's time I got treated with a little respect, and nobody's going to put up with her lies. I think it's also time to really dive deeper to see if we could figure out a way 
to serious, like completely block a caller. Yeah, instead of just the red. Instead of just the red, because the red does nothing. Well, you do could continue. Wanna... You could continue to call. You could continue to call if you're red. Do we want to completely? I see. I don't know if we want to do that. Do we want to completely block out Jen from ever coming on the show again? No, she but I think she needs. Humor. I think she needs a good week of a block where well, she can't get through. I'm controlling it this week. She ain't getting on the show this week. That's fine, but you realize that you're going to have to continue no, to answer the phone, put no, her on hold, answer, hold, hold, I'm going to see hold. that. I know what her number looks like. I'm going to see it ringing, and it's just not going to answer. I'm going to have to brief DA that, know if you see a line ringing and not getting picked up, know it's Jen, and know that's with the reason. That may have been one of the smartest things you've ever said. Wow. We're going to end on that note then. If I get on the high note, that's a good thing. That's a good follow idea. Follow Joe D. At Joe D. CBS. You can follow me at Mraz CBS. Have another fantastic week. Enjoy championship weekend. Be good to one another, and one will be good to you. That is not the same. The mothership disguise. <laughs>